So as we prepare to turn to scripture this morning, uh, in this sermon series, we've been using the song Ancient Words as uh, the prayer to center our hearts and minds and prepare us to hear God's word. So I invite you to sing uh, with us, um, and as you do so, um, to lift up these words in prayer uh, to our God. scripture reading this morning comes from Colossians chapter 3 verses 12 to 17. Let us listen to God's word for us this day. Therefore, as God's choice, holy and loved, put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Be tolerant with each other. And if someone has a complaint against anyone, forgive each other. As the Lord forgave you, so also forgive each other. And over all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. The peace of Christ must control your hearts, a peace into which you were called in one body. And be a thankful people. The word of Christ must live in you richly. Teach and warn each other with all wisdom by singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing to God with gratitude in your hearts. Whatever you do, whether in speech or action, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus and give thanks to God the Father through him. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. So it's covenant day in our life together in this community. We've spent the past six weeks encountering the covenants God made with God's people throughout Scripture, 
And today we turn to our covenant life here, the covenant we make with one another as we live in, together in Christian community. Over the past weeks, we asked you to share with us the promises we should make about how we live our life together. And this past week, your worship team got together and took all of your input and created a covenant statement that we will have the chance to affirm together in just a little bit. So it's covenant day here in our life together in this community. Covenant days are kind of a big deal. We've seen it in scripture as we've been on this journey. The day Noah stepped off the boat onto dry ground after those months on the ark. The thunder and lightning at Mount Sinai as the Israelites huddled together at its base. Jesus and his disciples gathered around a table in an upper room as the sky drew dark and Jesus' adversaries drew near, readying to arrest him. Covenant days are kind of a big deal. Wedding days are covenant days, which fits my hypothesis that days like these matter. We have sayings, colloquialisms like cold feet and pre-wedding jitters, because getting married Making covenant promises that bind you to another is no small thing. It is intentionally life-altering. I've always struggled a bit with the imagery in Scripture that depicts Christ as the groom and the church as his bride. It's not hard to locate the source of my struggle. Christ is clearly the head of the church, there's a clear hierarchy when it comes to our relationship with Christ, which when applied to marriage sets up a patriarchal model instead of one grounded in equal partnership. Yet as I was thinking of that metaphor in light of today, taking it in from a different angle helped me to see the truth in it. When we think of Christ as the groom and the church as the bride, we are reminded of the importance of this covenant, of its significance. The promises we make to one another as we seek to live out together our covenant promises to Christ are a big deal. We may not have bought a big fancy white dress for this occasion, but what we are doing today is no small thing. Just like a wedding day, this covenant day is meant to be life-altering as well. On a day like today, this piece of scripture from the book of Colossians is a fitting one. It's a letter written to a community not all that unlike ours in the earliest days of the Christian movement, the earliest days of the church. It paints this beautiful picture of what life together in Christian community is meant to be, there may not be a big white dress ready for us on this day, but we are told what we are to wear. To put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience as we live together. To be tolerant with one another. To forgive each other as Christ has forgiven us. 
to let peace control our hearts, to be grateful people, and above all of these things, to put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. It is this beautiful picture of Christian community, and it is also an honest one. There is enough in these verses about tolerance and forgiveness and getting our hearts under control to make it clear that covenant life of any variety is not always easy. Just as anyone who has been married for longer than a hot minute will tell you, binding ourselves to one another, promising to live our lives together, Caring that much about one another and the life we share can be hard at times and is often the most challenging in seasons of stress and uncertainty. Which is why this scripture is a fitting one for this day. It is why it is one I often will recommend to couples as we prepare for their wedding day. For this scripture not only tells us how to live our life together, it reminds us of who we are. Therefore, as God's choice, holy and loved. God's choice, holy and loved. As we prepare to make our covenant promises to one another, This text reminds us of the covenant promises God has already made with us. We are God's people, chosen by God, set apart by God, loved by God. We're called to forgive one another just as the Lord has forgiven us, which reminds us that we are not only chosen by God, set apart by God, loved by God, but that we are forgiven by God. Part of what makes the scripture so beautiful is that it grounds us in our true identity. It tells us who we are. God's loved, forgiven, and reconciled people. And then it invites us to live our life together out of that identity. When I preach this text at weddings, I will often note for the couples this truth, that we choose what we wear. On wedding days, people invest quite a lot of thought, time, attention, and money in what they are wearing. The wardrobe Christ recommends us every day deserves our attention all the more. There's part of me that struggles with thinking about these attributes as clothes we pick out of our emotional closet on a given day. There's part of me that wishes we didn't have to put on things like kindness, compassion, humility, patience, and love. I wish those things were just in us all the time. But again, this scripture is an honest picture of us when it comes to us. We get to choose what we wear. We get to come to our closet and decide what we will put on. Will it be humility or pride? Compassion or judgment? Will we pull gentleness or harshness off the hanger? 
kindness or spitefulness out of the drawer. We get to choose what we will wear. Will we pick patience or frustration? Will we put on love or will we wear our fear? We get to choose what we will wear. And here is what makes life so much harder when we are stressed, when so much is uncertain. We are way more likely to live reactively than to make thoughtful choices from our emotional and behavioral wardrobe. We are living in stressful and uncertain times. That is true everywhere. And on at least one level, it's also true here. There is so much to celebrate about our life together here. I mean, just look around you today. Amen. The gift of this community, the vitality and vibrancy we see in it, the love we share, the ways God is moving in our midst. There is so much to celebrate in our life together here. But we're facing some financial challenges that are stressful right now. Making those thoughtful choices about what we put on harder to make. So it's good on this important day, this covenant day, that we are encountering this particular word of God. That before it asks anything of us, it first reminds us of who we are. As God's choice, holy and loved. We are God's people Chosen by God, set apart by God, loved by God. And on the days when we forget it, on the days we pull spitefulness or frustration or judgment off the proverbial hanger, we must remember that we are not only God's people, chosen by God, set apart by God, loved by God, but that we are also forgiven by God. Covenant life is challenging, especially in stressful and uncertain times. But thankfully, our covenant life is not up to us alone. We live it by the grace of God. And when we fail to do so, the mercy of God meets us right where we are and extends us grace to continue on the journey. It's covenant day here in the life of our community. Covenant days are kind of a big deal. Making promises that bind you to another is no small thing. It is life-altering. Life-altering. Thanks be to God. Amen. So um, today we are inviting you uh, as we affirm to join with us as we affirm our covenant together. Um, it's going to be on the screens for you, and we're going to affirm it antiphonally, alternating between the right side and the left side of the room as we speak our promises to one another. And both speaking and listening as our covenant is affirmed, we enact the giving and receiving that we live out in covenant community together. Um, after we affirm our covenant vocally with one another, um, we'll invite you as you feel led to come forward. Um, if you would like to sign the covenant, we'll put it up here on the table. 
Um, if you're unable to come forward, we will make sure to get the covenant to you so that you can sign it after worship. Let us affirm the life we feel called to live together. We belong to God and to one another. As we live in community together, we promise to God and to one another. This is a truly love, respect, and care for everyone without restrictions, limits, or judgment, even in the midst of our differences, just as you love us through Jesus. Our sharing of ourselves and our seeing, heard, and cared for with love and honesty in return. To slow down our desires and listen for the way you would use us to build your kingdom here on earth through the discipline of prayer, the guidance of the Holy Spirit, and the discernment of the community to discern the gifts given to us by God, to be good stewards of them, and to answer God's call in the ways God leads us to use them, both individually and collectively. To continue to grow in God's grace and love as we seek to follow Jesus faithfully, and be more fully who God created us to be as individuals and as a community. To share with those beyond our doors the goodness of God's love through Jesus Christ and invite them to experience the blessing of living life together in faith community. We give, we give thanks, thanks for the, the grace of God which enables us to live out these covenant promises, offers us mercy when we fail to do so, and extends us grace to continue on our journey. Amen.